You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Stockton with John Madden. Hi, everybody. I'm Vin Scully, along with John Madden. Pat Summerall here with John Madden. And For John 30 years, John Madden was the beloved dean of football analysts. What a way to start a Super Bowl. That's what Cincinnati wants to do. As the first sportscaster to work for all four major records, Madden built a It's an all-J finish to the year just to give Carol what she doesn't want. Let's get right to it. As I believe the modern-day version of Forrest Gump has passed away at 85. Hello, Notorious J-A-Y. Do you like my analogy that John Madden was Forrest Gump? (laughs) How so? Explain that one. Then I'll I'll Forrest, try to follow along with Forrest that. Forrest Gump did everything and was loved by everybody. And I, he banged hot chicks. But just true of John Madden as well. <laughs> Hello everybody. <laughs> so, we could sit here and give you the usual syrupy praise that everyone's doing for John Madden. Let's start with the best unconfirmed anecdote of John Madden's life. Involving the Madden Cruiser and one uh, wife of Dick Stockton. Remember that one? Leslie Visser. Leslie Visser allegedly got use of the Madden Cruiser during the holidays to traipse around New York City 
in exchange. Oh, that was a quick ending to that. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? That's what yes. happens when you do a live pseudo. Let's get it done and just get out of here for the end of the year podcast. Uh, that she uh, got used to the Madden Cruiser for uh, doing one simple act to John Madden himself every year. That's the rumor. I Jay. don't believe that. No. <laughs> so wait, John Madden just gave her his bus and a driver for uh, no yeah, reason. I'm not going to believe, even though I've I've heard some rumors about Leslie Visser. Well, I just don't believe I I don't believe that. No. America's, America's sweetheart sports reporter married to that little troll Dick Stockton. Hey, Dick Stockton is a great. Don't troll. Dick Stockton was great, but he was bad at the end. Very bad. That's, and by the end, I mean the all, last we all five. Are. Well, yeah. Okay, fine. But guess what? Don't stick around when your due date has expired. Gracefully <laughs> so we, retired a Boca, for God's sakes. It's like Willie Mays falling in the outfield. Uh, yeah, you could argue that as well. How are yeah, you doing yeah. today, Jay? How was your long day at Cowan Trucking? Oh, my God. It was with this, with getting ready for uh, the, the brief, another brief vacation. Everybody has to get stuff out. Stuff's moving. It's going left and right. We it's got trucks here. to dispatch. We got, we got, we got, <laughs> that's right. I got, I got shit to move from <laughs> North Carolina to, to um, Riverville, Virginia. So, so where are you at? Do. Where are you at in your training trajectory? Because you have not yet moved. Will you be moving I, in the new year? Yes. Oh yes, I'm. I, they have graduated me, and uh, yeah, I will be moving to Madison Heights slash Lynchburg slash Riverville, Virginia. When when are you gonna do that? Probably the end of January will be probably move. Well, I'm looking for houses now. I found a couple. Okay. But you have you got to do this thing called look at them. <laughs> so you don't have to. Really? No, and some people buy houses literally off the listing. Well, I'm going to have to look. So, okay. Well, there so you go. Yeah. You take a visit down there. If you need help moving, I'll probably be busy, but I do know <laughs> a few companies that are good, and I'll let you know which ones they are. Well, they pay for your move. Oh, so. good. Well, they're yes. a trucking company. They should. That's right. They yeah. probably have, you know, they probably have a hookup. Yeah. So. so John Madden, who was an iconic Super Bowl winning coach, Hall of Famer, a yes. broadcaster who changed the game, a guy whose video game under his name is the best-selling video game of all time and has spawned this entire subculture, and as a guy who just is liked by everybody. Madden, what, what a life. Madden, Madden in three acts. He had three acts to his life. He did. He yeah, did. And, and, and they and, say most men don't even get a second act. Yeah, and, and his were all wonderful. And did you ever hear anybody say, I hate John Madden? No. 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 And it's, it was hard to. He was what made Madden different was that he wasn't serious. He was enthusiastic and he was joyful explaining, ooh, look at that. Boom, bam, all that other stuff. Where announcers and especially analysts prior to him took football way too seriously. I was thinking about, he was the anti-Billy Packer. Billy Packer could not oh, have yeah. fun with Eddie. And I like Billy Packer in games, but, but I'm a basketball junkie. Very he, serious, though. Oh, yeah. could, no, couldn't have fun at all. No, yeah. no. 
No. So you know how you know how he got his his gig his break in the in the booth was in an interview at halftime when Summerall and Tom Brookshire were doing games together. Tom Brookshire, oh, but <laughs> Brookshire was such a drinker, and Summerall wasn't far behind. They actively drank during broadcasts. Oh my God! You didn't know that. And I so, didn't know they drank. No, <laughs> I know, but I, I know Summerall and Brookshire were together. I remember that, but I didn't know that they were both heavy drink. I know Brookshire did go into, uh, he went to rehab. Uh, not Brookshire, Summerall. Summerall, did. yeah. Well, yeah. Brookshire, I think, did as well. But uh, yeah, that was the the word is that they were gonna dis, they were gonna uh, cut them open, not cut them open. They were going to break them apart. Why am I having a stroke right now? Boy, wouldn't that be something right there, huh? That's, that's not funny. To I know say. it's I know it's not funny, but sometimes when you struggle to find the words, you're like, "Hold on a second, am I talking gibberish right now?" Um, no, they I, I, I got gotcha. you. They said they were going to split them up because it was getting really bad. And then Madden did a halftime interview, and they sensed they had something, and boom, off and running he went. The Telestrator was huge as well because he had fun drawing things, and he was good at using it. But the one word that made him a fortune, boom. Boom. That's it. Boom. And he explained it like, well, I'm not going to sit there and say, well, they collided. The two players collided at the line of scrimmage. No, he's like, boom. And that became his signature phrase. He was, of course, a hell of a coach prior to that under Al Davis. And to think that he dealt with one of the most maverick owners in NFL history and had to navigate that is pretty amazing. If it wasn't for Chuck Knoll, he might have been the coach of the 70s. You think Chuck Knoll was? He won oh, more. It's, he won not more. Not even a question. Yeah, not well, even. Well, okay. What, or Madden? He won four Super Bowls. D- debate over. Oh, Madden Knoll won. Of the, no, Madden. I mean, Knoll is coach of the 70s. Debate oh, over. Four right, Super Bowls. Right. Yeah. Right. But if not for Knoll, the Raiders would have probably won three because they always went up against the Steelers, it seemed like. Do, do you and wonder? He, yeah, and talk about two different personality types. Chuck Knoll, real oh, hard could not have Could not have fun at all himself. <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even talk to his players. No, but man, those coaches of that era. Did you see, by the way, the, uh, the special? And they're gonna, it's going to be on Peacock coming up in January, but they're going to rerun it tonight on FS1. Have you seen the Madden? special no that ran on and I, Day. I thank you for saying that um mark it down time? 10 o'clock tonight nine um, nine or I'm, ten just go to NFL. nine o'clock yeah go to uh go to fox sports one 219 recording is set TV. okay recording is set yes okay, there you go so that brings us then to the well actually before that i'm having internet problems right now at just the wrong time oh by the way did you get my email by the way with the rundown i did but but before we start can i say the most adorable thing I saw of the last week was you and Catherine. Oh, it made me, I was like, God damn it. I wish I had a daughter <laughs> who liked me. <laughs> Do you have a daughter that doesn't like you? No, but she probably wouldn't. Oh. That's what I'm say. She probably wouldn't. <laughs> she probably wouldn't. But, but I said, I was like, that was the most adorable thing. And well, Steve, Steve, Steve Zabin, doting dad. That's what the tagline should it's have gonna, said. It's going to ruin my rep. And, and what's funny is that I did not promote that. It just happened to be on my YouTube channel. 
because she wanted it up there. She was like, Dad, will you put it up there? You know, like in years past, she she remembered how I would always videotape Twas the Night Before Christmas. She wanted to do that again. I was like, really? You want to do that? And I said, how about I just use my phone? She goes, no, get your real camera. So there you go. I anyway. forget. I forget. I was like, because I haven't seen her since she was probably four. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then your other daughter who seems... Is your other daughter a ball buster? She seems like it. Because you had a shot of her opening gifts. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Yes. She's got dad's sarcasm and cynicism baked in. Hard baked in. (laughs) Okay. All right. So Sorry to go off on a tangent. That's okay. And I I had to mention it. All right. So let's talk about the Madden video game. Apparently, they came to him and said, we'd like to put your name on this game. But he said, well, let me see it. And it was only seven on seven. He goes, that's not football. No. So it took them five years of trial and error to finally get the computing up to where it needed to be to go 11 on 11. When it was finally 11 on 11 and finally had the plays and the defenses from Madden's playbook, he said, okay, boom, I'll put my name on it. And by the way, he signed a deal that allowed them to use his name in perpetuity for about $150 million. Pretty good. Not quite as good as the George Foreman. Not quite as good as the George Foreman grill deal. Did you ever hear the details on that? No. You never heard about that? No, because, uh, no. What? Give me the give me the 411 on the George Foreman grill. Okay, so George Foreman agreed to use his name to promote this silly little electric grill, this little plastic clamshell grill, which you now know. And instead of getting paid a flat fee to do the infomercial, he said, I want a piece of it. And he asked for a very small slice of the revenues. It turned out to be one of the the best-selling item ever in the history of infomercials. And he was making so much money off his tiny sliver, might have been 1% or something like that, that they had to buy him out. They had to pick a, another huge number after he was already killing it for a number of years and said, they cried mercy. Uh, the Sultan Incorporated, S-A-L-T-O-N, uh, said, okay, George, look, I know you negotiated a great deal. We're still selling these things hand over fist. We, we would like to buy you out of this because <laughs> it could end at some point. Here's a number. And they had to make it so big to buy him out of his position. That's how good it was. Foreman made more money than Ron Popeil and the set it and forget it. Yeah. Actually, I'm uh, sorry. The, his, his original deal said 40% of profits. And so that's he was less than 50. So you wouldn't think, right? Yeah. He's like, you give me 40, you keep 60. And they're like, all right, sure. I mean, who knows how many of these stupid grills we're going to sell? Well, at its peak, he was making four and a half million dollars a month. <laughs> oh, so, he made yeah. more than the gazelle by Tony Little. <laughs> I'm just I'm just naming all infomercials oh, that played at yeah. one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So so Madden obviously made a killing on the video game and uh, worked for all four networks, worked with any number of partners. The the only thing I'll say about Madden, as everyone fawns over him and and who doesn't like Madden, is that his instincts weren't always that good. For example, well, the one the Super Bowl with um Brady with the Patriots, yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. He said, "I think they should just take a knee and go to overtime and get out of it, go to overtime." Yes, and, and it couldn't have been a more wrong instinct at the time because it's indoors. They had a great kicker in Vinatieri, 
and all they had to do was get in field goal position to win. And you got Tom Brady. You were a two-touchdown underdog. YOLO, man. Roll the dice, you know? But that was before Tom Brady was Tom Brady. It True, but but the Rams had finally rallied to tie the game because Mike Martz, that dipshit, was not using Marshall Falk nearly enough. You know, like, he didn't have – you get the ball to Marshall Falk, hand it off, throw it to him, screen it out to him, whatever. Get him the ball. They finally got it going to Marshall Falk late in that game, and they were starting to come on. So going overtime would have been a terrible decision. But they didn't listen to Madden, not that they could hear him anyway. Rest in peace, John Madden, 85 years old, uh, as big as Jabba the Hutt, smoked cigars, cigarettes, ate, sedentary lifestyle. What does that tell you, Jay? It's all genetics. I know. But, it's and, and all genetics. He, that was the greatest booth in the history of football, right? That, Some are all mad. It, it's, it's, nothing can ever top that, no. right? No. 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 Uh, meanwhile, you know, Frank Caliendo sent in his good wishes, and I keep thinking about how Caliendo's mansion in Arizona is built on the fact he was able to nail John Madden as an impersonation so accurately at a time in which Madden was still at the peak of his relevance, and it propelled him to a, a level that he would have never reached Frank Caliendo. That's true. He wasn't even on Mad TV yet. Mm-mm. No, no, you're right. No, it it propelled him to have a hot wife and have a big career. <laughs> and good for him. Uh, changing gears. Did you see the story of the woman on the Delta Airlines flight that went crazy over an old man who was not masking up while eating, eating. on the plane? So the if details any woman yeah. <laughs> deserve to be slapped, it's her. Her name is Patricia Cornwall. Uh, she made it off the flight somehow without being arrested right then and there. Took a couple of days to be tracked down. I'm like, that is such a bullshit double standard. Cause no man who goes crazy like that gets two step like they come on the plane, the police, to haul your ass off. Right? She's a she's a she's a, a semi-attractive white woman. She's got well, carte blanche. That's true. She's got she's got attractive privilege and white privilege. So yeah. her name is Patricia Cornwall, and she went nuts on this guy. And there's more to the story. First of all, she's a former Raiderette. You've seen her pictures when she was a Raiderette. I did. Little, little hot, dirty. <laughs> uh, Cornwall, according to the affidavit, was trying to return to her seat from the restroom when she asked a flight attendant with a beverage cart that was blocking the aisle for help finding her seat. The flight attendant asked Cornwall to find a vacant seat until the beverage service was complete. Said Cornwall, quote, what am I, Rosa Parks? Oh, boy. Here we go. Nice analogy to use, yes. That was when the man who felt Cornwall's comments were out of line told her that, quote, she isn't black, and this isn't Alabama, and this isn't a bus. <laughs> <laughs> At yes, that you, point, yeah, it was on eating. like Donkey Kong. I'm eating, I'm eating, and I can dream your ass up. You don't dare talk to me like that. You stand your ass up. Stand your ass up. Stand your ass up. Sit down, Karen. It's so great. The it's old like, guy's stand my favorite. Stand your ass up. Yeah. yeah. 
And and he was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. And then, of course, she slaps him. I, I'm, and spit on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people pay good money for that, but that may not be, it may not be his thing. God. <laughs> uh, or so I've heard. Uh, yes. So I, I think I know who Patricia Cornwall looks like now. Not oh, what she was when she was a Raiderette. This ought to be good. Wait a minute. I'm looking at her, so I'm going to be prepared. Go ahead. Maura Tierney. Oh, she wishes. <laughs> Maura Tierney is a damn dime piece, yes, isn't she? Yes, she wishes she looked good as Maura Tierney. Yeah. Nah. Ugh. Anyhow, uh, she posted a $20,000 bond at her arraignment. Judge ruled she can only fly to return home to Los Angeles and not after that. So. What does this lesson tell you, Jay? What can we take away from this incident? Well, number one, my big one is always mind your fucking business. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's what the guy realized. Like, yeah. like you're on a plane. You know what your only mission, and you got to be mission focused on that airplane is to get, get off the plane. Get right. Get to your destination without incident. I mean, I've been on some flights from Vegas on a red eye that people on there just drunk as skunks. Yep. And they would always sit them next to you. I never said anything because I was just ready to three hours and I was getting home. Exactly. That's all I cared about. I didn't say a goddamn thing. Be mission focused. But uh, the other thing is that it goes back to the original Hot Crazy Matrix video, one of the early viral videos in internet fame of some just, you know, Random office dude in a white shirt explaining on a whiteboard the hot, crazy matrix. You know what I'm talking about, right? I remember that, yes. What you're after. You want to be five to seven crazy above an eight hot. That's your wife's zone. Okay? Now. He's got, he's got it graphed. Simple y-axis, x-axis. And he's got it quadranted off like no-go here, danger zone, fun zone, dating zone, wife zone. And then this. Below a five crazy and above an eight hot, this is your unicorn zone. These things don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) If you find a unicorn, please capture it safely. Keep it alive. We'd like to study it and maybe look at how to replicate that. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, look up Hot Crazy Matrix uh, on YouTube. It's one of the all-time classics. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Okay, how about your Maryland Terrapins winning their first bowl game in 11 years? They crushed Virginia Tech. Not my football Maryland therapists. I could care less. Come on. But but I did watch the game at work. We did have it on the we did have it on the big screen. All right. Fifty four ten over Virginia Tech in the pinstripe bowl. Uh to Italia Tonga Vialoa. Uh I've heard it I've heard it both ways. With uh two touchdown passes <laughs> in the game. I mean, first winning season for Maryland, seven and six, since their inaugural bin Big Ten campaign. And they kill a you know, fairly decent program. Although Virginia Tech just fired their coach, didn't they? And the I was way out. just, I was just a Fuentes. I thought, I think he's on his way out. Yeah, and I, I know that Virginia coach has been fired. Yes, they he, fired Justin Fuente. Okay, November sixteenth. Did didn't the Virginia coach quit? Uh yes, I believe so. Yeah. Quit this, before this, he could get fired. <laughs> I don't. This I don't know who's coaching who. You no. do need a scorecard to know who's coaching who. Yeah. So with all these bowl games getting canceled, are you at all worried that Friday's semifinals will get affected or possibly someone would forfeit? I think I think I was today I was sitting there going looking at all the cancellations. I think it may be because No chance. This is you don't think so? Okay. <laughs> no, because there's too much money at stake. These well, other bowl we, games. We all said, cancel the NCAA tournament, no chance. What do they do? Boom, out, gone. Well, that was wet. That was two years ago. By the way, Central Michigan was due for a grand payout for playing in the Arizona Bowl. But then they got bumped up to the Sun Bowl to replace, uh, who was it that uh, bowed out of that one? And they're now going to make $2.3 million. So cha-ching, cha-ching. Central Michigan upgrading. Central Michigan. Washington State. Yes. That's who they're playing. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. How about the fact that SEC teams are getting their asses kicked right now in these bowl games? Uh, do you know the do you know the story of the blind long snapper from USC? Yes. Jake Olson. Yes. Who's a very fun, great follow on Twitter. He is roasting the SEC. <laughs> and I'm laughing my ass off. Uh, yeah, Army beat Missouri 24-22. Yes. Yes. UCF beat Florida 29-17. And Houston beat uh, Auburn 17-13. Now, some would say, well, the, the that's SEC the lower doesn't... echelon. They, they, um, they, and they would say, right, and they would say that's the lower echelon, and they don't really care. There's a lot of opt-outs, by the way. See all the opt-outs from Ohio State from the Rose Bowl? 
No, and these are just from guys I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, I'm going to get drafted, so why play? Yeah. I think which, the whole bowl structure is in serious jeopardy right now. Remember when we were little kids and there was like seven bowls and that was it? And he looked forward to the blue bonnet, the sun, the gator, the cherry, the fiesta, rose bowl, sugar bowl, orange bowl, is it peach bowl? Right. Is that it? Did I, did I get them all? I, I think, think I'm. A, you, think you might have gotten them all. Did I say? Did I say blue bonnet? Did you I, said, I said blue, blue bonnet. Bo- yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, there was a cherry I, bowl once upon a time. It's always fun to go back and look at the old bowl names. Oh, it was, like, it's a Gator, Liberty, Sun. Fiesta, gonna orange. You going to make me look these up? Yes, Original please. Original New Year's I, Day bowl games. Boom. Well, blue, well, the blue bonnet was not – that was during Christmas. I remember that because it was always from the Astrodome. Uh, New Year's 6. Uh, this is Wikipedia. This only goes back to uh, 2014. I would the, Google 1980 bowl games. All right. Good year, 1980, as a reference point there. Jay, what were you doing I, in 1980? Uh, playing the Atari that my parents got for me for Christmas that year. By the way, I looked. You know how much an Atari was in 1980? $149. How did you fucking know that? Because I, right. I saw that tweet, and that's a shitload of money for 1980. I said, I was like, wow. I was like, I can't. Would I have been? I don't know if I'd have did the same thing for me. No. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You ready? Peach, yep. cotton, orange, rose, sugar, blue bonnet, gator, Hall of Fame classic. Hall of Fame bowl. That's right. Ah. Liberty, sun, fiesta, tangerine. Tangerine bowl. Independence. Yes. In, oh, from Shreveport. And Garden State. Okay, I have no idea what Garden State was. Okay, that was East, R- East Rutherford, New Jersey. By the way, okay. are you stacking a small pile of poker chips right now? I, I wish I was. Why? Because there, it sounds like that. When you listen back to this podcast, you'll hear that noise. I don't know what it is, but I'm, it's what it sounds like. Right? There. I'm literally, I'm literally doing nothing. Are you using a wireless headset? Nope. AirPods? Uh, nope. Plugins. Old school. Oh, plug-ins. Well, maybe the wire's rattling. Something like that. Okay. Uh, have you seen the robot Steph Curry that is being developed? And I say that a little bit joking because... Oh, wait a minute. That stupid robot shooting threes that looks dumb and... Uh-huh. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the robot can now roll and dribble a ball on its own, which is new. Okay, robot <laughs> Seth. I saw that it was it, it was from Japan or China, one of the two. Yeah, but and I it, it just looks stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because it's the worst shooting Steph Curry robot we're ever going to have. Each <laughs> new version is only going to get a little bit better and a little bit better. We we okay. This robot here's the YouTube. The YouTube highlight. This robot shoots better than Steph Curry. Okay. All right. Sure it does. Okay. Yep. All right. You keep mocking it now. Keep mocking it now. It's going to get better and better. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Then before we get to FTG, and I might win FTG after this take, was this adorable or was this wrong 
by Corderell Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons. A little Timmy with his mommy and his sister were down there on the sidelines after the Falcons game last week. And little Timmy, wearing a Justin Gage number 14 jersey. Is it Justin Gage? Justin Jefferson? No, Gage. He's wearing a Gage 14 Falcon jersey. Okay. Gage 14 Falcons. Anyway, the kid, Russell Gage. Russell Gage? Why is he wearing a Russell Gage jersey? Uh, Four-year player out of LSU, uh, wide receiver. Russell Gage. I have no idea. No idea who that is. is. Okay, I'm watching it. Wait a minute. I'm watching it. Okay. And he used to wear, okay, he used the, to wear number 83. Now, here's she's the cry, thing. It's a little girl crying. Yeah. Yes. Crying. Why is she crying? Oh, because she, she got a ball and she didn't. Oh, she need a ball? Let's find her a ball. Jimmy, I get a ball. <laughs> hey, let me get one. Let me get one. Let me get one. You are going. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. I okay. I say this is the furthest thing from adorable you can get. This is a violation on multiple levels. Yes. Because these are not lollipops at the bank. <laughs> yeah. These are genuine, bona fide, $90 items cost to the league. Although maybe no cost to the league. But $90 items. That have been prepped for use in an NFL game. These are valuable things. And the little girl needs to realize sometimes she won't get the lollipop. Mom needs to step in and insist. No, 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 no. We have a football as a family. Eventually, little Timmy won't play with it. And that's when Susie can hold it and do whatever. We're not going to ask for a second one. What's your stance on little kids getting foul balls at baseball games? Handed them or having to fight for them? Handed to them. Um, I'm okay with it. Okay. If they're if they're little kids. But those are baseballs, Jake. Those are worth a lot less. And they go into the stands all the time. These are NFL footballs. And these overprivileged kids and their mommy were on the sidelines. So they already had a great treat. You're on the sideline. You get to meet an NFL player. We're not handing out footballs like they're like they're, you know, giveaways. They're not. No. Boo. Does that make me the FTG of the week? You're I'm sure you're going to be from someone. I'm sure I mean sure sure and hundred percent positive. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Buckle up, everybody. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do we have this week? Uh, Chip Kelly in UCLA. And I got to <laughs> I gotta find out who. Wait a minute. So UCLA backs out of the bowl literally at the last, last second. Yeah. At the last minute. And he's like, well, we just found out ourselves. Sorry about your bad news. He is such a dick. Yeah. He is he is one of the most unlikable coaches in America, isn't he? <laughs> He's something, yeah. He and, is, and he he could just give two shits. I know, but that's how he rolls, man. He, you know, Jeffrey Lurie with the Eagles when he fired him said he lacked emotional intelligence. 
That's a fancy way of saying dick. <laughs> Nobody likes him. I believe he's still single. Well, probably because he doesn't know how to navigate a relationship. <laughs> I mean, think okay. about that. Think about how complicated it is to navigate a full-time romantic relationship, much less a marriage. He wouldn't okay. be qualified for it. So to Chip Kelly, the king of bailing at the last minute, you say, Jay. Fuck that guy. All right, my uh, FTG goes to Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour Commissioner. I think he is Jay Monahan, PGA Tour. I got to check these things real time. Yes, he's the commissioner of the PGA Tour. He and his cronies set up this player impact program where basically it's $30 million to be cut up between the top 10 PGA Tour players who had an impact off the course. In other words, we're popular, we're retweeted, we're quoted, we're interviewed well, who who uh, did whatever. It's some secret formula. The winner of the PIP program for the year got $8 million. You know who won it this year? Phil Mickelson, who, yes, won the PGA Championship, but otherwise had a typical year of a 50-year-old dude who's, you know, hanging on by a thread. Number two, though was Tiger Woods. Wait a minute, did he play? No, he didn't play. I was going to say he didn't play. But Jay Monahan's like, look, we can't give it to Tiger, even though he may have deserved it in years past. But let's give let's give him second place as a, as a little thank you, because, you know, we probably have to give it to Phil. This oh, is a dangerous God. slope the PGA Tour is going down. It used to be a truly merit-based tour. Now it's just like, Hey, man, did you do any wacky interviews? All right, good. Here's a couple million bucks. Hey, Jay Monahan, F you. All right, Jay, any big plans for New Year's? Hopefully asleep by 11. You suck. (laughs) I'm I'm calling you at midnight, and I'm blowing (laughs) that phone up if need be. We have this little thing called silence. Uh, I have this thing called I can find your home number. <laughs> I, I do have a, I do have a landline. Okay, yes, I'll find. <laughs> All right, Jay, as you like to say, bye now.